Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And we're very glad to welcome you to Second Half Now today. This is, in fact, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. And this is where we discuss the things that really matter to us in this 50-plus generation. Today we're going to be talking with our guests in studio, and we'll introduce them in a moment. Uh, Here's the topic. Your marriage can get better. Here's hope. Here's how. So to remind our uh, listeners that our goal is to empower boomers and beyonders to live out their unique purpose and passion in order to make their world a better place. And this is very much a um, a uh, Christ-centered initiative. We want to raise people up to serve God in creative and uh, substantial and meaningful ways and to make a difference in our world. And all that we say and do on this show is intended to do just that. So hi, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our lovely and talented co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. Denise, good to see you again. We're ready to do another show. Sure are. Good to see you, Dan. You ready? I am. I'm excited. I know I always say that. You always say that. Well, because we have good guests and we have great topics. And because you and I believe that what we are providing for our listeners, whether it's on air or online, is some significant value, things that really matter, things that really count, and things that can energize us and those in our community to really be purposeful and passionate in the in this second half of life and do That's things right. that count. Absolutely. So uh, let's remind uh, folks of our five uh, core topics that we deal with on a rotating basis. Okay. Our five topics are home and family, health and wellness, budget and finances, heart and soul, work and purpose. Don't those sound great? Well, you know, there's not much that is a part of our lives that doesn't fit into one of those categories. And I was thinking it might be good for us to remind ourselves and our listeners how critically important each one of these topics is. Because, uh, for instance, let's start with the top one, home and family. I won't go through the whole list. But if a person or a couple says, you know what, we really want to serve God, we want to do you know, what he has shaped us to do, but the marriage's family is, is falling apart and the family is dysfunctional, well, that's going to really hold us back. Absolutely. Or it finances or health or whatever it is. I mean, so each one of these is very critical to being a fully functioning uh, person to, uh, to fulfill what God has called us to do. That's right. And I'm even thinking about that, that uh, the last one, work and purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have home, family, health, wellness, all of those things going very smoothly but without a sense of purpose, right? what does it matter? Exactly. In fact, we've been using this terminology in our uh, strategic development meetings. It's the, it's the term, so that. Uh, so so exactly. the reason that we want to have a great marriage is so that we can be about God's business. The reason we want to have our finances in order is not an end in itself. We don't just say, oh, good, I got my finances in order. No, it's a means to an end. It's so that we can be a blessing, as God has called us to be. Exactly right. And I'm eager to get right to our guests because we have so much to talk about. And the topic today under the category of home and family is the marriage relationship. And again, the the title for today's show is Your Marriage Can Get Better. Here's hope. Here's how. 
So our special guests in the studio today are Al and Autumn Ray, and they are the, is it correct to say founders and directors? Yes. yes. Okay. Of uh, Marriage Team, and I want to thank you, Al and Autumn, and uh, for coming to the studio, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thank well, thank you. you. It's wonderful to be here. And I know you guys have done radio before, and you've spoken uh, probably cumulatively, cum- what's that word? Cumulatively. That's the word, yeah. <laughs> cumulatively to tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people across the radio waves and in your trainings and everything else. So Denise and I are very privileged to have you with us. So thank you. Thank you for coming. And, and the topic that we're going to talk about today is so foundational to our daily living. Because uh, when we wake up in the morning, first thing is, um, you know, this person next to me, you know, how's right. it going? How is it going? And uh, I, I mean, the topic, your marriage can get better. Here's hope. Here's how. So let's get into it. Let's do that. And, and I would agree, Dan, it's such an important topic when we're talking about our, our uh, getting out there and doing the work of God. Because if, our, if, if we are not at peace in our marriage relationship, you know, I'm not sure God will even honor well, we're doing mm. all that much yeah, until we get that figured right. out. So, but you know what I want to ask you right off the bat, because that it's the so that right. You have started an incredibly powerful ministry that has gained attention across all kinds of arenas. What I want to know is what was your so that why. And how did you get started doing this? Well, it's interesting because we were always committed to marriage, but uh, we struggled. I mean, we're both fairly um, uh, headstrong people, and we, you know, see things our own way, and we'd struggle with communications, and we'd struggle in our marriage. So we've been married 45 years, uh, but some of them weren't as good as other years. Mm. But we'd go to all the marriage enrichment events, seminars, we'd read books, but uh, we'd go to the, the event, and after the weekend was over, the book would go on the shelf, and we had great intentions, but we'd be pretty much going back to our old playbook and the way we operated. And, and that really is sort of the essence of what got, how we got started. We realized that we were operating on a playbook. So we'd each grown up in different families. And we'd figured out how to do life in those families, what our expectations were, um, how we handled anger, bitterness, forgiveness, all of that stuff. And then we got married, and we created a new family, a new team. The problem was we brought our old playbooks, Mm, and we didn't share them. So it wasn't that we were right or wrong. We were different. But the differences made each of us think that we were right or wrong, and we were fighting about differences. So I can even give you an example of what I brought into my playbook. My playbook said, if Alan loved me and cared about me, he'd know what I needed and wanted. Well, unfortunately, that was a faulty playbook that I didn't share with him, and his playbook didn't say that. So how did that look in our relationship? Well, I would be mad or I would be angry about something. I'd be in the kitchen. I'd be throwing silver on the table. I'd be banging (laughs) the cupboard doors. And my husband would come in the room, and he would say, What's wrong, honey? And what do you think Honey said? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> See, you live in the right. same house. There. <laughs> That's exactly right, because it was in his playbook that if something was the matter with Honey, Honey would be able to verbalize it. And it was in my playbook that he should read my mind. 
So when you live that kind of relationship and don't get together on your same playbook and say, wait a minute, that's not going to work for this relationship. How is this team going to handle it when somebody's angry? Right. When I am out in the kitchen slamming cupboard doors and throwing silverware on the table, what is it that I need to Mm -hmm. hear? And that's kind of the basis that marriage team works under. So why do we do what we do? How do we get started? First of all, we weren't all that happy. And we even taught marriage classes. (laughs) (laughs) No, terrible, isn't it? And we found, even after our classes, you know, some of the people in those classes, these were in churches, they were getting divorces. And these were, these people had kids that were the friends of our kids. We knew them. We grew up with them. We loved them. How hard. And what could we say to them? There were like three things. And they're probably the same three things that most of the listeners out there can think of. One would be, we'll pray for you. One is, have you seen a counselor? And the other one was, have you talked to the pastor? And other than that, we did not know what to do. And those relationships, even given those three things, were still falling apart. So one day in our church, Alan and I were in a prayer group, and we were praying, and I remember it. It was John Maxwell? Right. Okay, thanks, Mm -hmm. Alan. And he, he was talking about prayer. And I remember praying earnestly, Lord, I just have a heart for these relationships. Why do you allow these relationships to fall apart? What is going on in our Christian churches today that they're no better than the people on the outside? And it was like I'm just railing at God Mm -hmm. during this prayer. Mm -hmm. And his voice, his quiet, still voice is, I'm going to use you. If you will be obedient, and I'm going to call you and Alan out. What, Lord? You're, we have a horrible relationship, right. yeah. you know, wow. you can't mm-hmm. really seriously, you mean that? And that was the beginning of the yeah. development mm-hmm. of what his plan was, not Alan and Autumn. Isn't, mm-hmm. isn't that customary? I mean, that's how God works. He, he works with broken people and, and oftentimes in the very area of their brokenness. You know, people who have been on drugs or people who have had all kinds yep. of issues or dysfunctions of different kinds. Uh, God reaches into them and raises them up and uh, equips them for service in that very area because they they can feel that they know that right. more than anybody right. else or at least right. as much as anybody else because they've been there and they have a humility that goes with being exactly. there. <laughs> Boy, yeah, keeps you humble. Yeah, yeah. 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 So now that uh, how far back does that go now? I was 12, 12 years. Go ahead, Alan. <laughs> well, actually, actually, it was it was a little bit more. We were doing the ministry in the church probably 17 years ago okay. and we started this ministry first in our church and that was in 2001 so it's okay. been 14 years yeah and then we formed the independent nonprofit marriage team in uh, 2006 yeah so and now you've mentioned marriage marriage team so let's drill into that a little bit okay so now what has happened then is from God's initial call. By the way, was there a conversation? Did you uh, tell Alan that God told you that you and he were going to do something? You know, it was remarkable. It was shortly after that that there was a seminar, and Alan suggested that we go to that seminar, and we ended up taking five, four other couples, couples. Mm-hmm. with us, and they were all on the same page, and we, the five couples sat around our dining room table and began this process of how do we help other couples in their relationships. That is wonderful. Yeah. And, and that's why that I think wonderful. the title of the show is appropriate because that's what we're going to learn about. Your marriage can get better. Here's hope. And we got to have that. And here's how. Right. Because there is something unique about what you guys are doing that is not found in some of the other helpful, well-intended resources. So let's find out about that. So tell us about 
marriage team and you know the origin and, and the growth how how it got started from did it come out of the kitchen table well it did meeting? the first the first um, five years it was at a single church and uh, we were training couples at the church and we were ministering within the church yeah. we'd had an opportunity to train some couples at other churches and we found that they really weren't being used because there was no infrastructure for assigning couples and mm, managing it right so actually autumn had the idea excuse me, that if we formed an independent nonprofit, we could train couples that would work for, would volunteer for a marriage team, mm-hmm. and then the churches could make referrals, and, and pastors wouldn't have to run a program, they wouldn't need staff to do it, Good. and we could become expert in managing that program for the community. Yeah. So Christian couples could be linked up with couples that were Christian or non-Christian. Many couples that wouldn't call a church for help would call an independent nonprofit, right. okay, so good. they'd get connected with yeah. Christian couples is more or less a evangelical outreach kind of sure. approach as well. Wow! So that was the origin, and the de- the development of materials started that very first year at our table, and then mm. you know we just continued to develop it until we've got workbooks and manuals now. So yeah. where we are now, how many couples have we trained? And we've trained over four hundred and fifty couples in over 150 different churches. Now, these are as, co- in as co- marriage coaches, ministry, not, not the couples. I mean, just marriage. Right. Uh, we, we've, in, we've helped 1,000 couples. Yeah, we've trained okay. 400 and over 1,000, okay. and we've trained over 450 couples okay. to be coaches. Now, see the beauty of that. If God had called Alan and Autumn to be marriage coaches, how many couples could we have, tra- could we have coached? Right, exactly. Four, five, six. That's right. Now, over a thousand mm-hmm. couples. Why? Because there are other couples out there exactly like Alan and I mm-hmm. who have a heart for marriage that's who right. just don't have a program, don't know how to do it. Right. How, right. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. So where do we want to go? Well, we, we have an office and a staff now. Who would have known that that would have ever happened? This is where we want to go. My little grandson was sitting in the backseat of the car the other day. And we, the radio was on, and I was talking to his little sister and didn't hear the radio. And he, he said, Grandma, be quiet. They're talking about marriage team on the radio. You need to listen to this. <laughs> so he is aware uh, of the word marriage team. Yeah. Here is where else we need to go so little children know about it. Hmm. My daughter was explaining to my little six-year-old grandson about divorce because one of his friends had to go and see it, stay with his mama over the mm-hmm. summer. He did not know that parents got divorced and were married mm-hmm. to other people. So my daughter's explaining it to him about, well, she was married before. And he said, well, didn't they ever hear about marriage team, mama? <laughs> That's the future of wow. marriage team yeah. so that everybody yeah. has the option. I like the, it. The, the option. Yeah. Now, where, how will we get there? Pastors are the key. Yeah. Christian couples out there like Alan and Autumn are sitting in their churches, mm-hmm. dying, really literally dying to use their gifts and right. help. And the pastors are not realizing that this is another option for them, that their couples can be trained. When their couples are trained to be coaches, when their couples in their church who are having difficulty in relationships get trained, it will change the culture of that congregation. Because people learn to speak to each other. That's right. People learn about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. People learn about problem solving. And it carries over into every area of their life. So marriage team is about changing the culture of the way humans react relate. to each, relate to each right. other wow. on every level. And, it's, and it starts in the marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's where the skills are refined. But the, the listening and speaking skills and the other skills are there, but they're transferable skills that go t- throughout the community. Well, and doesn't doesn't uh, 
our Bible teaches that the family that is the center of society as a whole. Right. So absolutely. absolutely, and the marriage is going to be the center of the family, so it stands to reason. We're impacting the way couples talk with each other. It will flow out from there and have a major impact on those around us. And, you know, this isn't just theoretical. We hear this every day. Mm -hmm. Our phone rings. We get emails. We get messages from couples who have been coached. Every day they're saying, we use these tools with our children. Guys will say, we went into the workplace. We use these tools at a work meeting. They, and they're astounded. They actually work. <laughs> and that's the thing that I want to make sure we drill down to, and that's our plan for this show, and that is you don't just have you know, better media or better ideas or better presentation skills. There's something unique about your approach. There's something uh, that is powerful about how you approach the whole marriage uh, dynamic, and that's that's what we want to get into. So, um, and as we, we're going to use a couple of different entry questions to get into sure. that. So, how uh, the the couples that um, that you can help, and I'm sure there are some that maybe are just not the right fit. But of the of the couples that are struggling, or would just like to uh, be doing a little bit better, or maybe they're just you know close to going to the judge or whatever. So we want to hear about um, the situations and challenges and stories of couples that, that you can help. And we're going to start right after the break. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503 Seven eight zero thirty thirty. 
780-3030. We want to remind our listeners and ourselves of how much we appreciate our partners. And there are folks that come alongside and join this mission and uh, this purpose, and uh, we're just excited to have them a part of the team. You've heard uh, three of them, of the partners that have just uh, had a radio spot, and we want to add to them. Uh, We'll list them this way. First, uh, Dan, the mortgage man with First Priority Financial and Dream Trips. We'll be telling more about that in a few weeks. Right. Cash Flow Strategies. And one of our newer sponsors, Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors. And we have Northwest Web Creation Company that uh, has put together our awesome website. Go visit that anytime. And Legal Shield and ID Shield. And then, of course, Warner Pacific College and Multnomah University. And one of our main and most important partners really is this radio station, KKPZ. And then we have Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest and Serving Our Neighbors. Uh, And that list is continuing to grow. And if you're interested or know of someone who might be, in being a part of, uh, of our um, partnering together in this mission and ministry, then go to the website. Uh, there's a phone number there you can call, and there's also a contact form that you can fill out and submit that, and we'll, we'll take it from there. All right, so now we get to get back to that question that Dan asked at the, um, at the end before we took our break there. Uh, help us out. What are, the, what are the types of situations and circumstances that are most appropriate for marriage? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. Well, first of all, let me just say that marriage team covers all aspects of marriage from premarital, which we didn't talk about very much, but we do premarital coaching um, for people that need enrichment all the way to people who have divorce papers in hand or are divorced and separated and are thinking about, well, maybe God is calling us back together, mm-hmm. but I really hate that person. <laughs> wow, that's so, the spectrum. <laughs> right. So, And it's been amazing to, to us to see the results. Wow. So we are looking for people who are ready and able to change. So what does that mean? Well, when they come into uh, our second session, we give them a little assessment on what's your commitment. Now, commitment is a very interesting word, especially in the Christian church, because you'll find a lot of marriages in there where the people say, no, we're really committed. You know, we're really committed to staying married. But the question that God, I think, asks is, what kind of marriage are you committed to? Right. Mm-hmm. You can be committed to staying together until right. the proverbial hell freezes over. No but if you're living hell in your relationship, seriously, right. is that the commitment that God's looking yeah. for? Mm-hmm. So point. we question a little bit about what is your commitment and, and what does that look like to you? And just get people to think about that. We call that reframing your thinking. <laughs> so one of the jobs of a coach is to help people reframe the way they think. And then we ask them, you know, are you able to do these things? And what is your skill level? In speaking effectively, listening for understanding, how are you able to solve conflict? And you rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. Well, you know if you're living in a poor relationship and you're not able Mm -hmm. to do those things, you're going to score yourself really low. Mm -hmm. And you know what we say to you? Great. You're in the right place. Because if you knew all those things, you wouldn't want to be coach, but you're in the right place. And the other thing we're looking for is the ability to coach. I mean, ability to be coach. So what stands in the way of people making and keeping agreements? Well, Mm -hmm. if you have addictions, if you have abuse... Um, if you have um, a, an ongoing affair uh, or an untreated mental illness, sometimes you will not be able to make and keep agreements. Mm. So we're looking for people who have the ability and who know that they 
need to improve certain skills and are willing to work on it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. Right, right. You know, and I, I think that is so important because so many times people do go to any, any number of seminars, read the books, do all of that. But like you say, if they're not actually willing to lean in and do the behavior change, the, the kinds of conversation change, if they're not willing to do that work, is a waste of time. Right, and, and the part of the problem is that people will get into coaching and they will they will say they're willing to change, but in fact they do not have the ability to do that mm-hmm. uh, because of something else that's been going on. So they're just not good at it. They're not good at keeping agreements. They don't they they don't apply what they're learning, and you know. So it, sometimes coaches have to have tough conversations with people and mm-hmm. and uh, and challenge them on those kind of things. Well, and even that is for their benefit, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Because now they know what to turn their attention to, mm-hmm. so right. that mm-hmm. they then can try again a little later, or maybe that will take care of a big part of the issue. Well, and and or maybe, you know, coaching wasn't the right methodology for mm-hmm. them at this point in time. Maybe they do need some individual counseling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, referrals can be made if in fact that's a situation. Right. But that's not the norm. I mean, most couples that are in coaching do very well. And and we've got, you know, hundreds of testimonials to that. They effect. are ready and for change. We are yes. just getting into this subject, so we want to make sure that our listeners plan to go to the website and uh, here, part two, because we're going to have to wind down the on-air portion right here uh, with part one. So, Alan, Autumn, what is the best thing that a boomer or beyonder could do this week to, uh, to approach this, this subject? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I guess, first of all, they could decide if they, um, if, if they really wanted to be involved in a ministry like this. And uh, they could go to the website and learn more about what we do. Okay. So maybe even that they would want to get some coaching or maybe they'd want to become a coach. So okay. they could find that out at the website. Very it's good. a fantastic website. And the website is? Marriageteam.org. .org. Very good. Okay. So our time is up, and uh, but we've got so much more to talk about. And we're going to do that on part two available on our website, secondhalfnow.com. We are talking with Alan Autumn Ray with Marriage Team, and the subject is Your Marriage Can Get Better, Here's Hope, Here's How. We've got lots of very good shows coming up, in, including Dave Rutan with Waddell & Reed, Financial Advisors. We've got a community uh, faith community nursing program representative coming up and all kinds of great stuff. I can't even get it all in. So we want to encourage our listeners to, for the on-air part, to tune in every Monday evening at 5.30 to 6 p.m. That's the half-hour piece, but then you get the full hour online at secondhalfnow.com, which, of course, is available 24-7 around the clock. So if you have questions or want to connect with Alan Autumn Ray, Marriage Team, or with us here at secondhalfnow.com, go to the website and um, fill out a contact form, and we'll get back in touch with you. So that is it for today. We want to thank you for listening. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Yep, that's us, the 50-plus crowd, where we offer tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And so we want to encourage you to continue the conversation, listen in to what we talk about. So much more coming with Alan Autumn Ray with Marriage Team on Part 2 
Uh, You'll find it on our website, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Christian and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And welcome to part two of Second Half Now for this show, which we are calling Your Marriage Can Get Better. Here's hope, here's how. We're having a very, um, uh, I was going to say, not. it's more than interesting, it's more than, it's challenging, it's very insightful, and I really appreciate you guys being here. So we are talking in studio here with Al and Amber Ray. Autumn. 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 You know, that's okay. I do get called Amber. It's amazing. It's a beautiful name. It is. It is. Yes. Even in the summer or winter or spring, you're still still Autumn. So I am Dr. Dan Critchett, host of Second Half Now, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And uh, we are engaged in this conversation. It's so critically important. And it's here's hope and here's how. So we're going to get more into the here's how Uh, As we go here, the topic again is your marriage can get better. Here's hope. Here's how. We're going to get right back into our conversation. Yes, let's do that. And you know our our, um, on-air portion of the show, you guys did such a fantastic job orienting us to what marriage team is and how it got started and your story as to how it got started. And I'm thinking on this side of the program it might be really nice to start with a story that helps illustrate marriage team and the value sure i do have a story i have a story about well let's just call them rick and jane okay rick and jane are seeking marriage coaching so they came to their coaches and one of their issues was about anger um jane is kind of a person that shirks from anger and rick is kind of one that embraces all aspects of anger and so in their relationship you find uh jane is the one we call it the cave dweller she kind of goes into the cave Mm, for security Mm -hmm. and and rick kind of lets it all hang out there so you can imagine what kind of a relationship that was and so they wanted some help for that so through the marriage team coaching process this is kind of what takes place The first step is awareness. So what is actually occurring in your relationship? And they both have a chance to talk about it. And their coaches guide that talking so that each one of them listens very carefully to what the other one is saying so that they feel understood, which has not taken place in their relationship Mm -hmm. in a long time. So this is what's actually occurring in your relationship. What would motivate you to change? What, What would make it exciting or give you that aha that we don't want to live this way anymore. And we let them talk about it. Well, there are a lot of things that will motivate people. I want to be a godly man. I want to be a a good influence on my children. Um, I want to be a better wife. Many, many things will influence people, but they get to choose what will motivate them. Now, what are your options? This is what's going on. 
you're motivated to change. What are some things you can do to change? And we don't tell them. They come up with their own options. Well, we could do this. What if you said this when you were angry? What if I said this? What if instead of being in the cave, I came out and said something else? I could say this. And he says, no way, you're not saying that to me. because (laughs) She says, well, and then the marriage team is, well, what can she say to you? You can be responsible for that. And he says, well, she can say to me, honey, this is what I'm noticing about you. You're, you're talking in a loud voice, and you're getting kind of hyper, and I'm feeling scared, and it seems to me as though you're angry about something. That's what she can say to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if she says that, you promise then to react in a different way. Oh, yes, if she says that. It makes me so mad when she goes and dwells in that cave. I can't have a conversation with somebody who's not going to have a conversation with me. Okay, write that down. That becomes your dynamic play. Because she's not mm-hmm. going to remember those mm-hmm. words because they're your words. Mm-hmm. So he writes them down and he hands the magic words to right. his wife. Now they have a team play that deals with his anger. So they've come to an agreement. When this happens in our relationship, I get to read this card to you and you're going to respond differently. Then the marriage coach says, okay, well, you're only human. What happens when you don't respond the way you're going to respond? That's called the relapse reminder. What can she do then? You've given her, you know... A, the um, approval to do this but then you don't respond and then she's going to go back in her cave but instead of doing all that stuff that doesn't work for you what can she say and he gives her something else and so when she says this that's the reminder hey honey you promised that when I use these words that's what I want her to say she writes those down so now she has an action that she can take and an action when he doesn't respond the way he's supposed to. Mm, You see, nobody gets mad, right? Yeah. We have a plan. Okay, so now they begin to put this into practice in their life, and who's watching them do this? Their children. That's right. And their children are watching the dynamic change. So one day their daughter wants to use the car, and she's so afraid of asking Dad because Dad has a huge temper. She calls Mom at work, and she says, Mom, I've been watching the way you and Dad are interacting. What are those magic words? What a great story. And so it, it helps the entire family. <laughs> that is really great. And Alan has some more that he can share. Well, and, and this is in the form of a testimonial, but um, <clears throat> one woman shared, my marriage is like night and day different. Through coaching, we learned how to speak with one another so each one of us would listen and understand. It was wonderful. I now know how to reach my husband, and I feel so loved. Our coaches were friendly and funny, and we were able to be ourselves without being exposed. Thank you for letting God use you and your coaching to help us. So that was a wife that uh, her her marriage was like night and day different mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. from working with a lay couple that had mm-hmm. been trained in coaching skills. Right. That's powerful. I mean, that's the proof. The proof is in the pudding, so to speak. And when you see those kinds of results, it comes out of the heart and the life and the experience of the people that are receiving the benefits of what you guys have uh, developed. You know, one of the things that we said when we went after this program was we're going to track results because we don't want to waste anybody's time. Sure. God, you gave us this program. If it doesn't work, we need to know that. We're not going to continue spinning our wheels. So we did start tracking results. And, Alan, what are the statistics on those? Well, it's it's really amazing. We asked couples, would you recommend marriage team on a scale of 1 to 10? Husbands rate the likelihood that they would rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, 9.8. Oh, my. In, in wow. wives, it's 9.6. Wow. wow. So it, inevitably, yeah. the coaches really love their coaching relationship yeah. and get huge benefit out of it. We also ask if you're 
if, if coaching met your expectations. And we have never, in this survey, not a single person said it did not meet their expectations. Most couples, 90% of the couples said it exceeded or greatly exceeded yeah. their expectations. Those are some great. How divorce? can you complain Just about those? Oh, um, yes. The, of the couples that come to marriage team, of the married couples, about 27% have talked about divorce. And when, we, when they finish coaching, we say, are you still talking about divorce? We ask them. And uh, over 90% say they're no longer talking about divorce as a result of 9 to 12, mm. 2 to 3 hour sessions yeah. with a coach couple. You know, we'd like to take the credit for that, but do you know who gets yeah. the credit? The, the Holy Spirit who put this program yeah. together. And and we do give him all the credit. We have a saying in marriage team when we train coaches, we say it's your job to create an environment where the Holy Spirit can do his work. Mm-hmm. So what kind of environment yeah. do you create? Yeah. It's right in the Bible. Love, peace, right. patience, kindness, long-suffering, mm-hmm. right. joy. The people that come to us that are in dire straits and, and bad marriages, they can't create that environment for themselves. So that's the value of having a coach right. couple. Create that environment, and then you do what the Holy Spirit gave you to do, and you sit back and watch the miracle take place. It is not unusual about the fifth or sixth session with a couple for the coaches to be sitting back, and the couple comes, and they're discussing their difficulties and their problems together and the coach couple is just sitting there watching them. Wow. Because so they fun. have the tools and they can do it on their own. That is really fun. It's beautiful. Wow. There's something very unique and powerful because you're addressing uh, a, a scourge on our culture, uh, you know, because the divorce rate has hovered around 50%. Maybe it's higher than that. And even second marriages and third marriages have a horrible uh, divorce rate also, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So now what you do in your coaching is you you give or teach or train or equip with skills. Can you tell us about those different skills that this couple is, is going to learn and develop? Well, sure, the first, the first skill is communications. And uh, so we focus on the communications and that's listening and speaking. And I think Autumn is gonna talk a little bit to the listening in just a minute. But then we address anger, and you heard an example about mm-hmm. anger there. Yeah. But bitterness and forgiveness is huge. Mm-hmm. And people really don't understand the impact that bitterness will have on a relationship. Right. So we help couples figure out what they're bitter about and give them some tools to figure out how they know if they're bitter about something. Mm-hmm. And then we help them figure out what the Lord says about forgiveness and how to actually forgive, that forgiveness mm-hmm. isn't a feeling, it's a decision. Mm-hmm. So we walk couples through that. But from, from uh, bitterness and forgiveness, it's conflict resolution. What kind of agreements can you come up with so that you can deal with conflict differently uh, in the future. And then there's problem solving uh, for those kind of problems that you normally say, well, here we go again, or we just agree we can't agree. Those kind of problems is a process that works remarkably well. Mm -hmm. And then there's an inventory that has personality differences, so couples get a chance to look at the things that rub them you know, the wrong way with the personalities and figure out what those new plays are around that so they can get on the same page when when their partner is causing those kind of problems you know what can they do uh in working with their team you know like this is a a long time problem we hear it a lot you know my husband is gregarious or my wife is gregarious we go out they want to be the last one out of the party and i'm ready to go and we have we get in the car and we're fighting all the way home because of this issue we go aren't you tired of that 
you know, let's, yeah. what would motivate you to do something different? Right. And then what are your options? What? There's options? <laughs> we don't have to sit in the car and argue with each other. And th- so that's what we're talking about, those issues. You go, oh, here we go again. Right. We can't solve that. Right. You know, and what I've been enjoying about this conversation is, you know, Dan, you talked about, um, just talked about the effectiveness of the skills. And I'm enjoying the conversation because I can imagine that instead of it being this, oh, well, here's what he does and here's what she does, it is likely funny because we're laughing as we're, as we're uh, going through things today. We're talking about the way we are in marriages, and that's some of the most intense conflicts you can run into. Right. But, but it's, been, it's been fun to talk about this subject, and it's been a good time. So tell me about that. Is it, am, am I on to something here? The first few sessions, if you have a couple that's really having difficulty relating to each other, they have a difficult time. But that's why the coaches are so trained. You, and they will, our coaches will tell us over and over again, if you just stay with the process, stay with the process. And see, we don't let people use poor skills. Whenever they start do, using poor skills, mm-hmm. no, wait a minute, we're learning a new skill. And this is how you're going to do that. What do you understand, husband? And then the husband will say, well, I know what she said no no what did she say what do you understand in kindness and Mm -hmm. love he doesn't get to say oh i know what she means Mm -hmm. no no what does Mm -hmm. she mean wife is that what you wanted him to understand no he didn't get that Mm -hmm. at all okay let's not get mad let's just try again what do you want him to understand Mm -hmm. and she'll tell him again and they'll learn they can do that in their own home they don't have to get mad they can just say wait a minute that's not what i wanted you to understand let me try again Mm -hmm. and so we teach them that so about the third week they understand the process and the husband will be looking at the wife and say did i get that right is there anything else you'd like to tell me because that's how we teach them. That's a breakthrough mm-hmm. right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that's mm-hmm. what they say, too. You know, the aha lights go on. Yeah. When, and also, as you, as you do that process, and they really understand each other, often for the first time, because they thought they understood it, and they, they're in their own framework with their own view of it, and they don't really understand the other person. Yeah. So consequently, they continue to fight because they don't feel understood. But once they feel understood, it's like, wow, I don't want you to feel that way. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But we don't take time in our relationships to get to that level of understanding. Right. But that's what the coaches facilitate. And then it becomes fun. Then they're excited about the process and they want to use it because they've gotten some wins. And once you begin winning, right. you're on a streak. It feels good. <laughs> it yeah. does. It feels mm-hmm. so much better. Yeah. It's like, let's tackle that. Yeah. So that's why we have intimacy in there mm-hmm. is one of the skills that we teach down the road a little bit <laughs> so That's that they right. begin to learn how right. to talk to each other. They can tackle the worst of the worst. Well, what, what's happening is just as you said in the beginning of our program on air is they're getting learning how to be on the same team. Yes, exactly. Instead of being, being on opposing teams. Yes. Right. And they love that, and they begin to use those terms. You're my teammate. Right. What is this team going to do differently? Mm. Yeah. What are the options? You know, it's not you win and I lose. How do we both win? They begin to change, reframe the way they right. think about their relationship. Right. Well, and, right. and what, we, what coaches will tell them is if one person in the, in the team relationship feels like they lost, it's going to 
they're going to want to get even. Mm. And when, when there's a loser, the team mm-hmm. loses. So it's all about creating situations and solutions where you can both feel good. You can both feel understood, and you can both come up with something that's going to work for you. Yeah. And you know what I'm thinking as you're, as you're saying this, and I'm thinking, and then let's suppose down the line they run into scripture that says, husbands and wives, submit yourselves one to another. Yeah. And they'll say, yeah. How do you like that? We've learned how to do that. They're going to run into it in session two. (laughs) (laughs) But we use a very practical approach. So we say, husbands, would you die for your wife Mm. like the Bible says? Mm. Like Christ did for the church. Like Christ did for the church. We never have a husband say, no, I won't do that. So then we say, will you pick up your underwear for her? (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's the practical application. So, So then the coach will say to the wife, if your husband were to die for you this week, what would it look like? And she'll say, well, he could bathe the kids or read them the story or do the dishes while I do that, whatever. He's just said he'll take a bullet for his wife, <laughs> so will you agree to do this? And normally he says, yes, he'll agree to do that. So now you've got them working together and agreeing to do things differently. And then the husband, you know, the scripture goes on to say, wives respect your husbands out of reverence for the Lord. Mm-hmm. So husband if your wife was to respect you this week as out of reverence for christ Mm. what would that look like for you well if i could have 10 minutes when i got home that would be really nice before the kids attacked me and i heard all the problems of the day Mm -hmm. wife are you willing to do that so we get them to make agreements about behavior changes that are going to strengthen the relationship right and as the relationship starts to get better then the feelings change and you notice what right. the difference in marriage team is. We don't say to the husband, what will you do? And he says, oh, I'll buy her flowers this week or I'll take her out to dinner. We ask the wife what she needs mm-hmm. because it may not mm. be what he thinks she needs. So you have two people on the team who are both responsible for the relationship. The wife doesn't get to say, well, he didn't do this. You have to be responsible for making it very clear what it is that you need from him. Right. That is very insightful. More about that and a couple of other questions when we get back from the break. Don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. 
Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. We are back and thank you for listening uh, to those messages from our partners, three of our partners. And we want to be sure to mention the other ones that are teaming up with us. Uh, to bring all of this valuable content and information and inspiration to our listeners. And uh, our list goes like this. So we have Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial and Dream Trips. Cash Flow Strategies. Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors. And the folks that built our website, uh, Northwest Web Creation Company, and Legal Shield and ID Shield. And two of our favorite local colleges, Warner Pacific College and Multnomah University. And then uh, this radio station, KKPZ, is a great partner, and along with Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest and Serving Our Neighbors. And uh, we're down to the last segment here, but uh, I want to uh, kind of bring up to the surface something that is coming in my mind as you guys talk about this. I can imagine that a couple that is sort of warring with each other, you know, they're having struggles and communication problems and they're disappointed, you know, whether it didn't turn out the way that they hoped it would. Um, they get to a point where they feel like they're on different sides and, and they're kind of battling each other. But a marriage team... Uh, when it, they you help them, your coaches help them get on the same team and then face the other obstacles. Because, but then they're together and they're coached to to see that together because they're confronting the challenges together as teammates. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's where the real breakthrough comes through is just as they start to see it that their that their spouse isn't their enemy; it's their teammate. Yeah. And I'm picturing a sports analogy. Right. You know, so if you've got a football team and, uh, and the linemen uh, and the running backs are fighting with each other, even physically, well, what's that going to do? You've got the other, whole other team on the other side of the line of scrimmage. And <laughs> well, and, and think about it from the play perspective. If the line is running one play yeah. and the backfield is going to run a, another play, right. it isn't going to work. Exactly. Well, and here's the other thing. A win for one is an automatic loss for the other. Right. What a setup is that? Yeah. Right. And then the team right. loses. Yeah. I want to get into a fundamental question. Before I do, I want to see if there's any loose ends here about the coaching dynamic and about the, the results and about how, how things work. You know, one thing came to mind, and I do a lot of speaking to women's groups, and so uh, I, looking at it from this perspective where the woman will say, well, I'm always the one that has to apologize. I'm always the one that has to keep things on a status quo. It's like, why doesn't he ever do that? And I thought about that, and I really took it to the Lord, and I go, how do I answer that kind of a mm. question? Mm. And it was like the light bulb went on for me, and it was like, well, on a team, some players have different strengths than others, and maybe that's the strength of this person. So embrace the position on the team that I've given you. And if you're the one that's – it's easier for you to forgive. It's easier for you to, to help your husband move in the direction you want or vice versa. Maybe yeah. it's the husband. 
embrace the position God gave you. Hmm. And we have another saying in, in Mary's team. It says, put on the big boy pants. Yeah. Mm. Or pick, put on the mm-hmm. big girl pants yeah. mm-hmm. and do what you're supposed to do. Right. Get this thing moving forward. Get unstuck. So either person in that relationship like that. can change the dynamic. Yeah, I like that. Right. So all of this ushers out of a fundamental uh, presupposition, I guess, or a foundational belief. And that is, what is, in your understanding, what is the purpose of marriage, you know, if we want to have a good marriage, so that well, what is the what is the purpose? Well, I think that the purpose is really pretty basic. It's the fundamental unit of yeah. our society, mm-hmm. and it's the unit that really r- raises children for the next generation. Yeah. So that's certainly on the practical level. On a more theological level, um, the, the Bible compares the marriage relationship to that of Christ and the church. Yeah. And, you know, we're called to embrace our spouses as, you know, as Christ embraced the church. So, I mean, I think on that level it is, um, uh, um, you know, marriage is there so that we can grow not only together for a good, solid family, but also spiritually. I mean, because the Lord knows that our spouses challenge us. And, you know, I think the problem that we face in marriage is basically, it's pretty simple. It's selfishness or sin. Mm -hmm. So depending on who you're talking to, you could use either word. And as as that is brought up, you know, the Lord's there to help you deal with that and become a a better person and closer to him. And the bottom line is that's the big why. Because if you have a big enough why, then you can you can figure out the how or you can be receptive to the how. And Mm -hmm. so you guys are bringing the why and the how with your coaching. I want to know a little bit more about how this functions or or works or how how uh, the coaching itself uh, let's say we have couples who are listening that says gosh that sounds like something uh, we ought to check into maybe it's a husband or wife by themselves hearing and saying well maybe I'll check it out and I'll let husband or wife know if I find out something good so t- tell us how it works in a, in a local church in a real coaching situation how does that work so let me just clarify you're talking about somebody's out there and they say god we could use this as help yes uh-huh yeah but I also want to know about those who might be called to coaching yeah. you know, as a as a ministry okay, but, let me uh, tackle one and then I'll let Alan tackle the other one okay. so people out there who need help we love you we want you <laughs> let us offer you hope 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 just the other day, I had a gal sitting across my kitchen table and said, I don't know if my husband will come. What can I tell him? Tell him there's no blame. Tell him we're not going to tell him he's a bad husband. He's doing everything wrong. Tell him it's about a team and how you learn. Give him the analogy of the plays. No coach on earth would send a team onto the field if they didn't know the plays together. And yet we send you out there to be married and you don't know the plays mm-hmm. together. Give him those analogies. Tell him it's, a, it's about a, a marriage team. Um, so that's what I would suggest you, how to get couples to come into coaching if they're reluctant. Right. And so many churches, pastors make referrals. So that would be one way, but they can simply go online, research it online. The contact information's online. It's at marriageteam.org. So that's one way. Now for those people that are listening that think, gee, I might like to, to even try and help people. We do offer training, and when we train in Vancouver, uh, we train for free, and we train both in March and October each year, and you can get the times on the website, and you can give us a call uh, to find out more information, but you can actually register register for the training online. We're looking for Christian couples. Um, We ask couples to sign a statement of faith and to go through 24 hours of training, 
The training is over two weekends. So during that training, they will practice, coach, they will learn the coaching skills and the coaching process, and they will practice the coaching process five different times. So by the time that they've completed the training, they will have coached another couple for about two and a half to three hours. So they will have experience at coaching. And we find that couples that go through the coaching process, virtually 100% of them say that the training exceeded their expectations. They would recommend the training to another couple. And probably 95% of them say, yes, they feel equipped to coach a couple. Mm. So the training yeah. is, is really amazing. And I think you know, I attribute that to um, the experiential nature of it. The fact that people are actually doing and practicing the skills. And they're getting feedback not only from the instructors, but also from the couple that they're coaching and, and practice coaching with. So they're giving each other feedback so that they're really learning what's working and what isn't working. That's I love really it. really great. And as a pastor for many, many years, you know, there were always uh, various levels of dysfunction of relationships in the congregation. And I wish I had had the resource of marriage team back then to give a referral to a coaching couple. And it's so valuable. I'm just guessing that maybe the coaching couples also see a refinement and a refreshing oh, in their relationships. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we actually ask couples to go through just the training. Uh, what was your marriage like before the training? What is yeah. it like after the training? Yeah. And on average, they report a 15% improvement on is that, that right? scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. Well, because they, mm-hmm. if, you, know, you always uh, internalize and integrate something more effectively if you're uh, charged with the responsibility of imparting it or helping yep. someone else get right. it. Maybe you see things in a whole different way than, than when you were coached initially. So, uh, man, that is just powerful. I love what you guys are doing. God bless you. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dan. Yeah, we're so happy to have you in the studio today, uh, Al and Autumn Ray with uh, Marriage Team, and uh, their website is marriageteam.org. And if you miss any of this and uh, or you just want to hear this show again, go to uh, secondhalfnow.com. And there's a contact form on there if you want to uh, ask questions or make suggestions about other topics, other guests, other kinds of things you'd like us to deal with. We're happy to do that. So great show. Uh, thank you again, both Al and Autumn, for coming in today. Well, thank you for having us, Dan. This has been really fun. Yeah, I have so enjoyed it. Thank, yeah. thank the both of you. Will you You're come back again? Welcome. Oh, yes, of course. Okay, good. It's been great having you both. Yeah. That's it. And uh, we're going to say goodbye for now. And our prayer is that God will enable you to live a life that honors him and blesses others. And starting with blessing that person that you are married to and the children of that relationship. So let's meet again right here on our website or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m., and we re-air at uh, 8 o'clock on Saturday mornings on the radio right here, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions. Visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.